Hey, Coyotes fans, welcome back to another episode of the Chirpin' Yotes podcast with a special post-game episode. I am joined, as always, by Stathead slash Professor Grandy. I'll decide a name eventually. And my main man, Chase. And a special guest. Boys, how are we doing? Doing pretty well. Tyler, how's everyone doing? Doing good over here, man. Um, you know, unfortunate loss this evening, but nonetheless, got a really cool episode coming your way right now. You got a absolute gem of a human coming in on and joining us tonight um tyler you want to roll the intro for him of course uh so this is somebody that we've kind of referred to as the godfather of arizona sports especially on the twitter sphere i'm sure listeners have probably seen him or known of him we have the mac arizona sports fiend here in the building um go ahead and introduce yourself sir I'm, i'm sure i'm blocked by a couple people a couple of your listeners so uh, yeah, you know me on Twitter, uh, <laughs> at AZ Sports Fiend, and uh, I'm glad to join you boys, just uh, drinking my sorrows away from that loss today. Oh yeah, it's uh, quite a loss, it was a fun game to watch. Oh, yeah. Oh, such a joy. <laughs> I, uh, I enjoyed that one. Yeah, I feel like we're saying that a bit too much here lately, eh? <laughs> Yeah, well, that's why we had a special guest to... To bring everybody's moods up. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> Mac here is also a host of a podcast. If you want to plug that one in for us and tell us all about the, I believe it's called the Redbird Red Zone podcast. Yeah. Um, I don't know if any of your listeners listen to the Cardinals football, um, but me, Jackie San Diego, uh, Bo Bobbles, a couple of uh, Will. I don't know if the people know Will, but. Uh, we do a little Cardinals podcast on the side during the season. Um, if you want to check it out, it's at RBR Podcast. Um, but I don't want to take up too much time talking Cardinals. It is the card- greatest Cardinal podcast um, this side of the Mississippi if you're drunk. So check it out. But uh, I'm ready to talk some Coyotes, boys. All right. Uh, so I guess what I'll ask is how long have you been a Coyotes fan? Since the beginning? You're a relatively new fan. No, I mean, I've been around for a while, um, born and raised in Arizona um, in a sports family. But the one sport I never played was hockey. Um, so it took me, I guess, a little bit longer than a lot of, like, the diehards from day one. Uh, I mean, I paid attention and whatnot, but I just never really watched hockey, played hockey, didn't really know any hockey players, like, any buddies that played hockey. So uh, I guess a little bit of a late bloomer, but, I mean, I've, I've been paying attention since day one. Uh, just um, more since I'd say probably since the mid two thousands is when I you know actually started really going to games and you know being more of a diehard. So, but but been here, been rooting the whole time. You know, and not gonna stop. So that's good, especially uh, it's like tonight. Uh, goodness, what a fun time! But um, just before we kind of get more into it, just a couple more questions for you. Just what's your all time favorite player? Like I said, I know you are. I said a late bloomer fan, but uh, who, who's your favorite all time? Coyote. I mean, even as like a late bloomer, I'd still have to maybe go one of like the early, early guys. I'd I'd probably go Hobby Bullen. I'm always more of like a, a goalie guy. Like right now, I'd say Kemper is probably my my guy right now. But but Hobby Bullen, he was just a beast back in the day. Even when I just first started watching, like every time you watch, that guy was in goal. Um, and it just seems like with our organization in general, I'm sure a lot of other franchises are similar. It's like the Coyotes kind of go as the goalie goes, you know. So when 
whenever one of you know Mike Smith in the past, you know Kemper, um, any of these guys versus Galoff, he's up there too. He's one of my favorites. Um, so just he, I say, Javi Bowen was probably one of my early favorites. Um, and then later on, like a, like a Martin Hansel. I mean, other than like the Doan, you know, and uh, whatnot. Course, but yeah. I think mean, I think mean Martin Hansel, he, he kind of sticks out. Just his presence on the ice is, is something that's always like stuck with me. Um, so I, I probably just go that route. Not some bad choice. I think those are. I think we said he was on our our. Uh, what we said, uh, Coyotes Mount Rushmore, right? I'm pretty sure it's, that was one of them. Oh yeah, Ulan Wall won the poll by a pretty decent margin too. Just barely snub for Met on that one too. <laughs> barely. <laughs> close, Tyler. Close. <laughs> I should have paid off more people, but I'm kind of broke, so it's fine. It's fine. Next time, maybe. Spread my sphere of influence. There you go. And I guess this is the last question before we again go to the uh, hockey news. What inspired all these these group chats? You know, this with those group chats you created created this podcast. I'm sure the Redbird Red Zone. Now, what was the, I guess the causation of all that? If you don't mind. Honestly, I don't. It was just kind of to bring a lot of like my followers together to talk sports because it seems like I have a lot of like separate Cardinal followers and then Coyotes, D-backs, Suns. And I think, honestly, somebody brought it up. It honestly might have been Grandy. He brought up the initial idea because I, I think the Diamondbacks and Coyotes might have been the two first ones, actually. It was, like, during the season last year. Um, but but that's, pretty, that's pretty awesome. That Did you guys follow each other uh, before the, the group chat, or did you guys all start following each other in the group chat? Following each other in the group chat. Yeah. Yeah. All born from that group chat. Yep, one hundred percent. Yeah, yep. yeah. This is uh, pretty much your fault. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, me and Chase. Me and Chase hey, I, I, I love this pod, though. You guys do a great job. So. Oh, thank you, thank you. Hear that, mom? Appreciate that. Told you. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take my twenty dollars off air, please. Yeah. Oh man, you got to You should let that part out. You should let that part out. I was. Come on. Now I'm exposed but, again but on this podcast. <laughs> Honestly, uh, I was kind of bamboozled. I thought I thought I was gonna come here and talk about how I'm dominating you boys in uh, in hockey fantasy. So I don't I don't know what, what's going on there. I, you know, I thought we were talking about my fantasy league, second place right now. You know, like what's going on? I don't want to talk fantasy this year. I don't want to talk fantasy. <laughs> Any of you in the playoffs? Yes, sir. I'm in fourth uh, right now. Okay, okay. I see. I you. think I'm eighth. I oh, haven't no checked way. in like two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> in my defense, I've been I've been busy. That's my excuse. Yeah, guys, I'm even though I have no kids and no wife, I'm a very busy man. Uh, <laughs> very I have busy things bachelor. to do. Yeah, oh yeah. Um, I have a girlfriend. She'll kill us all if you say that. Um, <laughs> uh, well, Monster Hunter. I'm a hunter rank seven, so I got that going for me, guys. That's <laughs> very important. <laughs> uh, my Animal Crossing house is paid off, so you know, very very busy. <laughs> so I, that's my excuse. Counts While you guys are in playoffs, stuff. I got the important stuff, so it's fine. Yeah, there's no money on the line, so it's just ego. Yeah, you know, I like beating down Grandy's ego and picking him back up. You know, that's how that's how good good buddies do it. I I'm the one that they call Stathead Grandy, yet somehow I'm doing the worst out of all four of us in that league. 
Yeah. <laughs> I had a really, really messed up joke too. I just thought of the emo. I could have been like, oh, kind of like John Chuck. Never mind. Never mind. <laughs> Never mind. Never mind. Got him. Uh, that's it. I quit fantasy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Hired and fired in the same season, then. That's tragic. Well, you're doing better than me, probably. I don't know for sure, but I imagine you're doing better than me. So. <laughs> you know when he says yeah. he hasn't looked in two weeks? He really hasn't looked in two months. That's, you know, that's, right. we all know hey, look, that. My hunter rank is seven. What's your hunter rank? That's what I thought. That's what I thought. I mean, you should see my rarity of my sword. It's fine. It doesn't matter. Tyler has one win. Hey, you know what? One win, Dubs. You know what that means? I get to celebrate one time. It was Next probably day. over Grandy, too. Let's be real. It was probably over Grandy. <laughs> Damn. Oh, boy. I didn't think we were going to assassinate him this podcast, but I guess we are. That's what I'm here for. Let's get back on track. Come on. Let's yeah, okay. sorry. Okay, okay. Well, let's, uh, <laughs> speaking of, I guess, legends, like myself in fantasy, uh, Patrick Marlowe breaking Mr. Hockey, which is a – Record I care about, but you know, don't expose you more on the pad than, pod than we already have. He's played more career games than Thrashers, Nashville, Thrashers and the Neo Jets, Blue Jackets, Wild, and Vegas for a total of 1,768. I can read numbers and I feel great about that. So, I guess, uh, do you guys have any thoughts, comments, concerns about this uh, cool milestone being broken tonight? History? Man, Marlo's been a thorn in our side for almost our entire existence. That's the first thing that comes to my mind when I see that number. The guy's a surefire Hall of Famer. There's no doubt about that. He really tailed off towards the end of his career, but everyone does. It's hard to blame him there. But that number is remarkable. I never thought I'd see... I never thought I'd see, see uh, Mr. Hockey's record broken. It's it's unreal. Yeah, I'd agree with you there, Grandy. And it looks like you kind of said, you know, that he's one of the guys that's haunted us on those Sharks teams. Um, you know, you got him lining up with Jumbo Joe, and it was just, uh, you know, it was more often times than not a recipe for disaster for us. Uh, but, uh, you know, watching him and – the impact that he's had on the game and just like the longevity that he's been able to accomplish and, you know, stay relatively healthy, obviously. Um, it's just surreal and it's, it's cool to see. And, uh, you know, he's probably one of my more favorite players outside of, you know, any connection to coyotes. So, um, you know, it's an awesome feat and couldn't happen to a better guy either. He seems like a really cool dude. So, you know, just happy for him and, It'll be interesting to see if anybody gets close again. That's it's unreal. I saw a stat words said that he's played against. He's played at least one game in the in NHL history. Thirty percent of the people who ever played one game inside history. And I think someone asked him. Your mic's still getting a bit. Hear me now? Yep. Okay, so. cool. Yeah, so, so the stats seeing that he's played um, at least one game is 30% of players in NHL history. I saw it yesterday. Uh, just absolutely blows my mind. And then for someone who 
like, you know, a rival of ours, like, you just have to give a tip of the cap. You know, there's not much else you can say. It's, it's unbelievable what, what he's accomplished. Oh, yeah, most definitely. I, th- I think yeah. the stat was 37% or something like that. Goodness. Some number to that. Yeah, degree. I was looking for 37. Uh, yeah, it's really unbelievable. Just that, 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 career, that career. That's 22 seasons. That's, that's just the more you think about it and the more it blows your mind. This is a tough sport, man. A tough sport. And here he is, 22 years into it, still kicking. Oh. And playing well, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely not a slouch out there by any means. He's, he's still got quite the touch. Okay, so sorry about that. I was just like, wait, do we? All right. Uh, so actually, I have two options for us this next path after we go talk about our Good old Patty Marlowe. We can talk Todd Walsh, or we can kind of go with uh, the Rick Tockett talk we've skipped out on the last like two episodes. I think we should approach. I think we should attack the uh, Rick Tockett talk. Rick Tockett talk. Okay, cool. Yeah. Well, Grandy, I mean, get the bone to pick. You want to pick the bone? Yeah, because I know. I know I've been kind of the lone man on the bridge for the most part. I've had my moments of saying, of getting passionate and saying, oh man, we should fire him. Every fan does that. It, you wouldn't be a fan if you don't want to fire the coach at some random interval. But the thing is, is what he's done, especially this season, is pretty remarkable. He's with two goalie injuries multiple defensemen going down for long stretches, our forward depth getting sapped constantly, and with just not that talented Frank, he has us fighting for a playoff playoff with 10 games left. That's pretty amazing, all things. It's really been a phenomenal job this season in specific. It's one of those things where, with him long term, I kind of hope he stays for another year. It's not going to be something if he chooses to walk away or if the Coyotes choose to walk away. I'm not going to be broken up about it. I'm not going to be upset. Um, but I do think with the performance they've had this year and with the growth some of our key players have shown, I do think he's deserved at least another year to see it through. Especially given the fact that a rebuild's on the way, for all intents and purposes, it seems like. Uh, what are your thoughts, Chase? Um, yeah, I mean, uh, I feel like we kind of discussed it, so, you know, in one of the earlier episodes when we first started, you know, doing this pod. Um, I have definitely been there multiple times uh, where you know I'd like to see him go, um, but I kind of just go back and default to um, you know what we said back then it's not even necessarily that we think he's doing a bad job or you know anything like that it's it's um, that you know you might need a different voice in there or whatnot but we all agreed that um, you know if you, if you were going to do it you had to do it soon into the season you know to get any benefit out of it or uh, anything along those lines but um, I mean goalie injuries unfortunately have seemed to be around 
prominently like these last couple of years between Rance and Kemp's and it's very frustrating, but, but I, I would agree. Like, I mean, I've dogged some of Tockett's line combinations that he puts together. Like they really make me scratch my head, but um, you know, for the most part, uh, you know, a lot of them have worked out. So I, I do think he's done a good job with, you know, kind of like the scraps that he's had at the table to put together and try to make, you know, this into something. And, like Randy alluded to, we are very close to a playoff spot at this point. Um, it's, I mean, we're going to have to start getting some points here pretty quick if you know if we want to have that happen. But um, I, I don't necessarily think I'd want to bring him back. Like he wouldn't be my first choice, but I also wouldn't be upset if we did. Um, so it'll, it'll be interesting to see how it plays out. Anything from you boys? Yeah, I mean, I think it would be it's going to be definitely interesting to see what uh, Bill Armstrong does because you know typically the new GM wants to bring his guy in, but he'll he'll give the the coach you know a year under his belt, you know, lame duck coach is basically what he is, and I mean, I mean it's hard to argue um, where this team is right now. Yeah, you guys you know touched on all of it, but it, it's just. You know, there's that fine line between is it, you know, is it something that Tockett's doing that, you know, coaching that we're not being able to live up to our maximum offensive, you know, what what we strive for, or is it the talent? And I'm sure it's probably a little bit of both, um, but just it just seems like it's it's the same thing kind of every year. Yeah, we have a gritty team, you know, but we need outstanding goalie um a net miner to to stay in games um and the one stat that i have here just kind of bears that out Coyotes after tonight are one and 31 i'm not even counting like overtime losses i'm just combining them all to losses um one and 31 when they score less than three goals so i mean that's just the same i feel like it's the same narrative every year um, but there's that fine line. It's like, can you really rip Pocket's head out, out for, I mean, look, look what he's got back there, um, what he has to run out there. there there's no real legit all-stars out there, none of the skaters. So, it's, I mean, I think he might give him another year. I mean, he's definitely earned it if it comes down to it. I mean, I think Bill Armstrong can make a case for it way. It just depends on if somebody out there better. And right now, I don't know. Is there anybody out there better in your guys' eyes that right now for sure? I mean, the obvious answer is Gerard Gallant. I mean, he's one of the mm-hmm. best out there. But he's also out there for a reason. He's waiting for his perfect coaching job. Right. Would that be us in the state going into a rebuild? That's the thing I go back to whenever I think of our future and our season next year is all signs point to at least a mini rebuild coming. And it's going to be tough to get the coach that wants us to do that, especially one of the top coaches in the league. Now, I will say, if we do move on from Tockett, the guy that's a reasonable ask, very reasonable ask because he's on our roster, that I think we should move on to is Jay Veraday. Looking at what our AHL team has cooked up with Bunting and Peterson and Garland and Aiden Hill. And I mean, the list goes on with what our AHL team has accomplished while he was down there. 
And I think he would be the best coach we could go with that would want to sit through a rebuild and that would uh, yeah, that help makes our sense. play. So, but yeah, that's, you brought that up right when they promoted him, right? I believe you were the one who brought that up or who was uh, yep. somebody brought that up. He's just, he's just waiting, you know? He's a guy in waiting. Yep. Yep. I, I, yeah, I was bringing that up multiple times. I expected yeah. talking to be so by now, especially with some of the cold stretches we've had. But again, it's tough to argue with keeping him we're in a playoff spot. Right. So. Yeah, it's kind of like, I mean, we keep pushing, scratching and clawing, going back to our theme of always bringing up our old taglines. <laughs> so, I mean, I guess in management's eyes, like, well, you know, we are making playoffs with him. It kind of works. But it's going to be interesting offseason. I really do cautiously look forward to seeing what GMBA has in store for us, whether it's keeping talk or what, what the shakes and moves we're going to make are. Yeah, the team's probably going to be pretty unrecognizable, I would assume, or, you know, that's at least my hope, but we shall see. Definitely. Definitely. Especially the goalie situation. I'm definitely very curious what we're going to do about that. I think yeah. Ronta's gone, personally. I don't think we're re-signing him, but who knows? They tend to surprise us, so we'll see. Even with Craig Morgan even saying he's gone, I can't see us bringing him back. Yeah. I mean, he's had every opportunity in the world, too. You know, it's... Yep. Just can't stay healthy. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, what can you do? You know, and we're... You know, Aiden Hill has kind of deserved that, I think. He he kept us in it for a while, a little bit, you know? like So I think it's just Aiden Hill's time. You know, we paid Ronta fairly, fairly decent. Um, so he he made a good living, but here, but yeah, it's just hard to kind of see bringing him back. Yeah, it's so unfortunate. The guy's been a top ten goalie when he's healthy. It's just that's a big win. That's a big gap in there. That's huge. Huge. It's every year, every you know, it's it's like on command. It, it's he gets two goal starts in a row, and it's like boom, day to day. And, okay. and it's so frustrating because they don't happen in game. In game injuries are understandable. Right. It's like he stretched it in practice, or oh, <laughs> practice, or oh, we don't know what happened, but he's not playing tonight. Yeah, yeah he woke up on the wrong side of the bed. Oh, <laughs> good lord! What the heck, dude? What are you eating at home? Like, what are you doing? Explain. <laughs> I was a college athlete. I know it's nothing near. I know it is obviously nowhere near the NHL. But, I mean, our coaches were super serious about all that stuff. It's like, what are you eating? I mean, come on. I know you're 30-something, but, geez, Louise. Venezia's pizza's getting you or something. <laughs> like, holy crap. Yeah, it's, but, fr- it's frustrating. I love Rams. I just can't get over it. Like, it, it it's, just, it's always, like, like you said, off-season or off-whatever ice injury. It's like, bro, like, did you trip over like a piece of paper in the bathroom and you stretched your groin or something? Yeah, no doubt. But to the point that Hill's earned it, he he absolutely has. I mean, we talked about how, when we were talking about Taka, we were talking about how we're in this playoff spot despite missing our two goalies, and Aiden Hill really is the reason. He's played far better than we should expect a rookie goalie to play. Uh, He's had bad games in there, obviously. Again, it's a rookie goalie. What, What do you expect? Um, but yeah, Aiden Hill has absolutely 
deserves the sh- the shot to go forward. The big question, in the one that's looming over every team right now, what's Seattle going to do? What's who? What? Seattle. Seattle. And the expansion. Yeah, Seattle. Oh, Seattle. Gotcha. Okay, I'm just to miss that. Putting down my tea, and I was like, "He said what?" Oh, sorry. <laughs> my tea. Iced tea. I don't drink that weird, like lemon meringue tea or whatever. I'm not that weird. <laughs> I don't need that much focus for the pod. But who knows? I'm looking forward to that too. I'm sure that's going to be some. Like what? Uh, what? What? Steve Peters. I know you guys. You guys all listen to the Natty Hattie or whatever. Yeah. Oh yeah. Last, yeah. Of course. Uh, mm-hmm. Episode. Yeah. Like what Steve Peters is saying, you know, he, he, there are probably guys who Seattle probably has on their "quote unquote" depth chart for the expansion draft that are probably higher than Aiden Hill. So, um, the one thing I look at, he, he's right. He's obviously right. He knows what he's talking about. The one thing I look at though with that is the quality of players they can pluck from those other teams that have these goalies versus us because the players we're going to have exposed are like not as yeah not as good dryden hunt and Ilya labushkin and and larson and labushkin <laughs> is a real possibility he's a real possibility to get selected too yeah. but just looking at that i mean who would you rather have long term if you're seattle LeBushkin, right. i'm seattle i'm taking like with larson I mean, that's a perfect pick, Seattle. Take Ekman Larson. I <laughs> cannot think crap. of a better guy for the job. <laughs> oh, I wish. How do we protect first, first pick. How do we protect any of our players? How does that go about? Can we? What's that? How do we protect any of our players from the expansion draft? So, what uh, what's you the... is you have two ways you can go about this. Okay. You can either have a list of seven skaters total. No, I'm sorry. You can have a list of six skaters total that you protect. Or you can have a list of five. No, no, I was right this first time. Okay, so it's six. I wasn't. Sorry, I'm doing all this off the top of my head right now. I, really I, I, get, I get your point, though, yeah. Um, so it is, you can do six skaters total. Or you can do five forwards and three defensemen. And then you can only protect one goalie. And now you have to have at least one skater who's played at least 40 games this year or 70 games of the years before or between the last two years. Yeah. You have to have one forward, one defenseman, and one goalie that fits that criteria. So, hmm. for instance, if we didn't re-sign Labushkin, we actually would have been forced to expose hmm. Jacob Chikrin. That's why oh, I was thank behind Labushkin. But right now, the guy that looks like he'd be left exposed is a Tyler Pitlick, maybe. He'd okay. be right on the edge. I mean, and we don't know if we're going to add players before the draft. We don't know if we don't know anything like that, of course. But just looking at our roster as it is right now, the two most obvious candidates that looked like they would get picked are Labushkin or Hill. Or possibly, if we left him exposed, to Tyler Pitlick. Who'd you let them take? You got to choose. I would love to see OEL get picked, but unfortunately, he has that no movement clause that he gets to choose when and where to wave. Yep. Seattle's not that dumb yet, but anyways. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. <laughs> no, GM, it's cool. Totally take Ekman Do it. We'll give you a candy bar. 
Look at Vegas. They got a bunch of scrappy veterans. Go get go do the same thing. Yeah. Oh, we also scrappy veteran. Oh man, that sure was the perfect storm, man. Holy moly. Yes, it was. Like triggered when I think about Vegas. I don't even want to go. You know. Fuck. Oh, oh, I caught myself. Oof. Oh man, advertisers, we're oh, advertiser friendly. Uh, we'll be back after these messages. Girl. Have you guys heard of Manscaped, by the way? Perfect <laughs> advertising spot right now. Be Manscaped. Um, they're good for your hair. Uh, anyways, I have another topic we can discuss that is equally as ire-inspiring, inspired by Chase here. Todd Walsh. Um, well, he's one of our commentators. Is that what you call it? Yeah, commentators. Um, who Chase pointed it out to me. And ever since then, I've been like, yeah, he is terrible. I was neutral before. I was just a normal Howdy's fan enjoying the game. Todd Wallace segment's like, yeah, they're okay. <laughs> but then he says it. I'm like, wow, he actually is awful. And so the other <clears throat> night during the, uh, the Leighton game, Lindsey Fry was up in the booth with uh, the usual team. And I was like, what if we got Lindsey Fry to replace Todd Walsh? How would you guys feel about that? Let's, let's talk Todd Walsh for a minute. And ruin our chances of ever interviewing a hockey player ever. Personally, Lindsay Fry is a color commentator. She's good at it. Yeah, she is. We're going to be replacing anybody with her. We're replacing Tyson Nash with her. And I know, I don't know how you guys feel about Tyson Nash, but oh boy, we—I have a drinking game around him. Do you? Let's play that next week. That'd be fun. Oh yeah, I'll have to uh, DM you guys the rules. But uh, but Tyson Nash has kind of ridden out his role with me at least, and there's better or easier ways to replace Todd Walsh. And to be honest, I'm neutral on Todd Walsh, but I love Lindsay Fry, and I think she should definitely get up in the big show somehow. She's great on the radio, and I just I would love to see her in the game. Even if we went to a three-man crew like we had for the Leighton game where it's her in Nash, I think she provides a different outlook, a different perspective, and just adds to our commentating crew that pretty decent, in all honesty. Especially, I mean, especially if you listen to the guys I'm stuck listening to up here in Minnesota, I just, ugh. Red Wings one's pretty. I've listened to them a couple times. Not being a Red Wings fan or anything like that would never expose myself. But theirs is just very... Cut and dry. It's very much as like, oh, and Anthony CU makes a pass. There's nothing, nothing, no flavor to it at all. Yep. What? Uh, but what's your guys' thoughts on that, Chase? Should we get to you and your thoughts on Todd Walsh? <laughs> yes, let's do that, Chase. And then don't curse. We're trying to get advertisers like Manscaped. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about, man. Todd Walsh is always <laughs> my favorite since I was just a little boy watching Diamondbacks games. No, I'm just kidding. No, oh his, his, his voice. You don't have to lie. We know that's true. But <laughs> in depth there. Right. <laughs> his, uh, I mean, he's, he's just not for me. I, I just don't, like, I mean, interactions with him and then um, that I've seen and heard about and just arrogance. And I, I just don't like his vibe, but, you know, that's neither here nor there. Never, never done anything to me personally. I just, I could do without him. But um, Lindsay Fry sure? is, yeah, oh, yeah. Are you sure? I don't know, man. I've seen some conversations. I'm like, I don't know, man. I feel like he like, kicked your puppy or something when you're like walking down the road or something. He's like, yeah, that's right. I'm Todd Walsh. And just like dipped or something. I'm very concerned as to what he did to you. Yeah. Don't kick my dog, man. How dare um, you? 
But yeah, Lindsay Fry is great. So I've you know I've always enjoyed hearing her perspective on things. So very well spoken, and obviously you know huge with the, with uh, with Layton and all that good stuff. And uh, she's just you know a good person. I I do like Tyson Nash, but I would have to agree with Grandy that that'd probably be where he would end up sliding. Um, Grandy is like one of the words that has a trigger for like the drinking game pumpernickel or pepperoni pizza that's a muffin oh the pepperoni pizza thing what the heck was that that's a muffin what does that mean that's, it's a real sounded exactly pizza. like them uh, me and my cousin have practiced actually we play rocket league we do tyson nash impressions that's what we do that's actually what we do we play rocket league against each other man yeah we i'm terrible at it but i'll play i'm just absolutely terrible that's my cousin he'll tell uh, me no i'll only play i'll only play with champions sorry no, that's good. Not, not me then i'll weigh the waiting room let me know when you're done <laughs> Because I'm ter- that's like the one game I just I'm not good at. Hey, I don't it's know hard, what it is. Man. You, I just you cannot play. master it. It's hard, dude. I it, I played that. My brother um started it like the very first season it came out. He downloaded it for free. Um, and oh, then yeah. he he had me download it at like the end of that first season. And it took me, I swear to God, it took me like a year and a half before I realized I could fly. Why didn't oh, anybody trip. tell me I could fly? Like, what the? I've, been, I've been playing ground. No, well, because you, they match you up against people your own freaking rank, you know. So it's like oh, I'm like main ground game. Like the first person I saw fly, I'm like, how did he do that? My brother's like, oh, you just hit B, jump, boost, flip backwards on the joint joist. I'm like, what the? Anyways, sorry, we're going off. Caveman that saw a bird fly for the first time, like holy crap! <laughs> <laughs> just awakened your third eye there or something. Holy so, crap! That's a muffin. So for any of these new listeners that might be listening today, will you explain to them and me what is, what is so wrong with Todd Walsh? Let me hear it. All right. So, like, again, I just recently took the red pill on Todd Walsh. For my, I'm, I'm basically, I'm Chase's anger incarnate. He says the nice things, and I just kind of go through with it and choose the violent option for him. So my, <laughs> so my big issue... Again, I took the red pill recently, so I'm just recently awake to this. It's like today, he had this huge, like he just has these super, and I'm not saying it's bad. I'm not trying to sound like the, this bad person, which I'm sure I'm going to get shot one of these days on this podcast. So, you know, hey, <laughs> let me know, I guess. I'll Watch out, Greg, don't shoot him. Yeah, yeah. I'll post the address like you did that one time, which I earned out so much respect when you did that. I was like, <laughs> this guy really put his address on the internet and said, come post up. I have if no I was in an apartment complex, I wouldn't have. I'll just put that out there. Oh, that was so awesome. Anyway. I was like, dude, I can respect that to hell. Heck, heck, Manscaped. <laughs> yeah, I said heck. Um, but um, like I said, he just has these tangents where he'll just go on about this like super personal thing. And I'm like, dude, you know, if this wasn't like an intermission, no one would be watching this. You're that dude in the soapbox in like Times Square. And it's like, all right, cool, man. Um, you want like a dollar? <laughs> you know, so that's my personal issue. Other than that, he's okay. Like I can live with him. If he's got to stay, he stays. And as for um, Tyson Ash, I do like him. <laughs> I, I love the weird stuff he says. And I'm just like, like, what is it? Yeah, pepperoni pizza or something today. He's like, oh, you delivered the pepperoni. I don't think, I think Matt McConnell just goes like, yeah, we're going with it. I don't think he'd acknowledge it. He just lets him talk. The only thing about Tyson, it'd be like, it's like a, it's like a 5 2 game. Like, oh, Kyle's playing a great game right now. I just, a yeah, couple does. breaks, couple breaks. Like, right, okay, bud. He's okay, a supportive friend that you gotta have, right? Chase, so is it, what? What is like the legit reason? 
like there's got to be something with Todd Walsh. I heard some people puppies. saying he he puts the mic in front of players' mouth when they're breathing hard after you know periods intermission. It's like, well, that's his job, you know, like which I don't hate it, but I didn't see why he kind of irritates some people. But but I don't I don't hate him. I don't know. Yeah, that has some eye eye, eye candy on there. I don't Lindsay Fry. I put Lindsay Fry on there. She's nice. She's nice. Sponsored by Manscaped. (laughs) 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 You guys are gonna cost me my dang my dang sponsorship. Now supposed to say hashtag not a sponsor. Oh yes, (laughs) unofficially our sponsor. I promise their products are probably better than what you can get from us. But use our (laughs) promo code. Chirpin' Yodi. No, I'm just kidding. I wish. One of these days, though. Manscaped, you're listening to me. I have a great radio like voice, so it's totally fine. I will say whatever you want me to say for money. I have no shame. So I it's fine. It I put it from it on a mountain. I thought, so. I thought it was like the, you know, like the, the B-rated. Like the man spanked or something. You know, I don't know. You guys had Manscaped, but okay, I see you. So yeah, I'm trying. Anyway, I mean, I'm hoping to will it in the universe. I might send him an email and be like, hey, listen, I already gave you free advertising. We, it, You're listening, Craig. Put in a good word. Oh yeah, about my bot. Thank you, Craig, for recording us. <laughs> recording the real MVP, Craig. He really is. He just deals with this. He's like, I'm really recording this stuff for these guys. Why am I here? <laughs> he, don't pay me. he didn't donate when he put me the bot in the Discord. <laughs> <laughs> so trying to. <laughs> Oh, he needs man. a Dogecoin, bro. Give him a Dogecoin. <laughs> Dogecoin, yeah. To the moon! Just like our <laughs> podcast. Directed by Manscaped. Uh. <laughs> so, let's talk Goligoski, who's been, I guess we'll say surprising, and Michael Bunting. And I wrote this joke, so I'm going to say this joke. You guys are going to laugh. We're going to have a good time. And Bunting <laughs> has been a more effective shot in the arm than the Pfizer shot. Laugh, please. Laugh, please. Thank you. Clap. Thank you very much. <laughs> Appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, Checks in the mail. Johnson. Um, not that one. Pfizer. We're, we're, we're luxury brand shots over here. And only luxury no, no. brand shots. We don't like uh, Johnson & Johnson in this house. If they gave me soap in my eye and that burned. So, uh, Stathead Granny, if we can borrow you for a minute and telling us all about the glorious Michael Bunting. Because it is Bunting oh, season. All right. Michael Bunting <laughs> was the third round pick in the 2014 draft. He has been in our system that long. To put that in perspective, that was the same draft we took Christian Dvorak. Oh, wow. But he was always a guy where the coaching staff felt like he had immense potential. It's why we kept bringing him back and bringing him back and bringing him back to play for the Roadrunners. They always felt like he had an immense potential. He just lacked the work ethic. This offseason, he came in with a completely different mentality. Came in, worked his ass off, grinded, did everything right, and took off like a shot down the uh, AHL. Just amazing season down in the AHL. Uh, Was leading the Roadrunners in goals by almost triple i think by the time we called him up and since we've called him up he's been nothing short of effective for us i mean we he 11 games played seven goals and has added toughness and grit to our top six which was something i mean i've been we've all been begging for all year 
we needed that guy that played a power forwards game that could play top six minutes. Bunting's provided that. Now, and he's been long, in our system a while. Long Still only 25. If, yeah, he's only 25. He is a UFA at this year's end, but I can't imagine he doesn't retire. Oh, he's staying, uh, for sure. Yeah. I mean, talk it's mentioned him seven times in his post-trade deadline uh, presser. Bill Armstrong mentioned him more than that, even, in his post-trade deadline presser. Love the kid. So, um, he's, yeah, like I said, just been phenomenal. What are you guys' thoughts? Yeah, I mean, uh, just pretty much the same. Man. I'm just happy with what he's provided. He's definitely been that shot in the arm or the spark that, uh, you know, that uh, needed to come our way. Um, you know, we talk about Aiden Hill and, and stuff like that, and you know, um, he definitely kept us in there for a while. And then, you know, you add bunting and it's been great. So, I mean, like, like you said, seven goals right now. And was it one or two assists or I think it's one. But, uh, you know, eight points in 11 games, that's not too far off of a point per game pace, which, you know, he won't average. But, uh, you know, he, Clayton Keller had kind of been disappearing for us for a little while. And, you know, you, you need guys like this to step up and, uh, you know, make the most of their opportunity when they get up here. And, I mean, it's awesome that, uh, you know, he got himself into camp with a completely different mindset, like you said. And, you know, you can see all that hard work that's paying off right now. Um, and it's just something that you love to see. What about you, Tyler and Mac? What do you guys think about bunting? I think he's been a shot in the arm better than Pfizer, actually. Um, I really do. I mean, he just has absolutely. I think he was, isn't he Tucson's captain? He was, wasn't he? Yes, he was. Sure he he was, was. Okay, that's what I thought. He's also the last original Roadrunner. Oh, that's cool. Another interesting fact. You heard it here first. Uh, I did not know that. Oh, God, I wouldn't really study up my Roadrunners. I, I like them, but I don't really uh, follow them too, too closely outside of the cool little Twitter updates they have and the Lazo thing they have. That's pretty cool, too. But yeah, I mean, like you guys have said, I mean, Real big shot in the arm, really been helping us out, and I'm definitely think he's going to stay. I don't know how big of a contract we'll give him, but I know he's getting paid somewhat, so that's all I got on him. Yeah, I think you guys you guys covered most of it. Um, but it, I mean, it has been impressive. He's able to come down here and play 17 minutes a game. You know what I mean? Um, and to think he only has one less goal than like a uh, Johan Larson, or actually same amount of goals as as Larson, um, in 30. Two or whatever less games, so yeah, he's definitely been that shot in the arm. Um, and as of right now, he's one of the only few guys on the roster that actually have a positive plus minus. It, obviously, it's early, ten games in or whatnot. But I mean, that's that's what you want. You want our, you know, the Roadrunners have been so good. We that's what you great teams do, good teams do. You know, they they bring up what's in their system. And they come up and they're able to impact, um, impact the big squad. And so for him to be only 25 years old, I'd like to think he'll be back. And going back to that plus minus stat real quick. Yeah, it's only been 10 games. It's also been seven losses. Wow. Yeah, so that's it true. Also that's shows a good point. When he's making an impact on the ice, it's a positive one. And it's one of the few positive ones on the, on the team if we're losing, but he's making that much of a plus-minus difference. Right. Yep. Exactly. So, Good point. Another another guy I want to shout out from Tucson is Lane Peterson. 
who's come up and he hasn't flashed. He hasn't. He hasn't scored. He hasn't uh, done stuff like that. Like Clemson has, but what he has done is effectively replaced Derek Broussard in our lineup. Derek Broussard has been a healthy scratch ever since Lane Peterson has been called up because Lane Peterson plays what we need in that bottom six center role better than Broussard does. Um, and he's been another guy who's been effective in his role. It's just his role is never going to be more than a third, fourth liner with speed. Um, so yeah, our, our HL guys have been phenomenal this year. Mm-hmm. That's all I have right now on that. Until next week's <laughs> prospect pool party. <laughs> it's called a cliffhanger. It brings the fans back. But uh, to, I guess, another thing I've kind of seen the last couple of seasons, especially towards the end, is the schedule, are those scheduled people, the schedule elves, if you will, against us? Is it some kind of X-Files, Scott Mulder, or Fox Mulder <laughs> conspiracy at all? Or is it just something that we just happen to get the short end of the stick of? Always. Oh man! Yeah, nine gate road trip. I mean, that's that, that's insane, especially now. I mean, this nine game road trip. It was always go- it was always going to be bad, but do keep in mind it was originally a five game road trip. Um, COVID kind of screwed that up for us by forcing the Avalanche to miss time when we were scheduled to play them. Um. So they had to throw four Avalanche games into that road trip, and that caused us to be pushed back to a nine game instead of a five. Um, Brutal. Yeah. But it does feel like every year, towards the end of the season, we have absolutely brutal road trip. And this year, we aren't even seeing the full effect of a road trip this year because... We haven't. We don't have an East Coast road trip, but it always seems like every year we have that brutal swing through the East Coast that just oh, but yeah, it absolutely tears us up. It's and it's been the past couple seasons too. Like even on the like, can bring up National Hat Trick. They've talked about it a couple times. I think it's conspiracy. Yeah, Smolder. It's definitely not something that I'd you know like to be on a nine game road trip. I can tell you that much. So. <laughs> Got to get home every once in a while. It would be nice. What are you, Mac? What do you think? Yeah, I mean, it just just always feels like all the Arizona teams get screwed. Not to, like, cross, make a cross-sport reference, but, like, the Suns right now, they have, like, 15-ish games remaining or something like that. They still have, like, four back-to-back sets. And, like, the fuck... Oh, 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 almost. Like, the... Lakers by Manscaped. have like <laughs> Lakers have like none, you know. It just it just and I feel like the same way with the Coyotes. It's just like um, we have a, we have a seven game road trip. What earlier in the year? Um, yeah, so, so it's so rough, rough, rough scheduling. Yeah, I mean, what can you do about it? You know, it's it's like referees and and AZ Sports. It's just you know you gotta hope and pray and bend over. They love us and we love them, of course. That's the. <laughs> But yeah, just, we, I feel we, like we can go with that. Yeah, uh, <laughs> for sponsorship reasons, we're going to go with that. Um, so I think it's just kind of like I, I said this before. I don't know if I said it on the pod or anything yet before, but I think we're like kind of like the redheaded stepchild of the NHL sometimes. Like I feel like 
with this experiment mm. like yeah look desert hockey and then the shiny new one that with golden oh. i won't finish that sentence kind of came along and even like <laughs> other teams and we just kind of like oh yeah we do have the coyotes huh yeah just put these last four away games it's fine they, they'll, they'll be fine we just kind of get the last scraps of the stuff this is what i think i could be totally wrong i've been into a schedule oh, i feel the same so. way i feel the same way oh yeah i mean i mean Honestly, it's not that much of a conspiracy to say we are the redheaded stepchild. I mean, yeah, yeah, there's many points to prove that. <laughs> constant relocation rumors were yeah. constant, always everywhere, in trouble for something, whether it's not paying players or a massive athletic people that shall not be named or <laughs> just constant, constant. And yeah, it causes us to be the redheaded stepchild. Not oh. getting McDavid. <laughs> oh, God. Not getting yeah. Matthews. Oh, God. Until the day, and until the day we have a set arena and stable ownership, it's going to stay that way, unfortunately. And I can't wait for that day to finally get here. Same. Um, it's been a long road. Yeah. But the amen. crazy thing. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I just said, Amen. Oh, okay. Manscaped. Yeah, Manscaped, right? <laughs> See, Manscaped right here, that little blank space. It could have been an advertisement. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> so you guys are hearing a technical difficulty on our end. Our recording software, who we've mentioned and made fun of, I guess that's why he might have bailed on us. We probably should have made fun of him so much. Uh, good old Craig has decided to bail on us. So it sounds a bit weird. Uh, I did the best I could editing it. I am an amateur. So uh, to finish off, as I always do, Every week, I come up with some kind of weird question. Usually, has to do with Antoine Vermet for some reason, according to Chase. And this week's question: If you could have any Coyotes player, uh, past, present, living, whatever, be president, who would you want it to be? Yes, I know they're most of them are Canadian or foreigners, but just forget that for a minute. Who would you want president? And uh, let's start with the guest, Mac. Do you have uh, a Coyote you'd want to see be the leader yeah. of the free world? Yeah, I'm just gonna be short and sweet, boys, and I'm gonna say Taylor Hall because there was a lot of hype and not a lot of punch. Dang, that's it. <laughs> Boom. There, there we go. Drop. There we go. On a on a chase. Oh man. <laughs> I love Taylor Hall. I was so hyped, but it wasn't his fault. It was just everything all together. You know, the temper going down or whatever, but. It was still like our offense never got to that next level. And it's kind of been like what, you know, he's kind of worked his way through the ladder, um, kind of like a politician. So, he's yeah. perfect. You <laughs> Chase, you're next. Yeah, I'm thinking here. I'm going to have to go with the Jovo Cup, Ed Jovanoski. <laughs> okay. Um, you know, he was obviously big, tough bastard defender just a brute of a human and you know he did have the nickname jovo cop so i feel like you know he could keep, <laughs> keep some people really enforce in the laws. and uh you know enforce and bestow his will upon the population so i'd have to go oh with my jovo god <laughs> I, said, I said president not dictator there's a difference <laughs> <laughs> Oh Dude, my he takes, god! He takes it over, bro. <laughs> I mean, good what? lord, yeah. <laughs> Jobo cop. I like it. 
<laughs> I mean, holy crap. And my takes are hot and stupid, but oh my lord. Dude. Is it in an act of police state? No. <laughs> like, good uh, night. Anyways, Grandy, what, what, I mean, you can't do any worse. I mean, get off Hitler, why don't you? I mean, Just don't say Antoine Vermeer. Hey, on our Cardinal podcast, we always have this inside joke about Osama bin Laden, so I like the Adolf Hitler oh, uh, reference. But uh, Sponsored by yeah. NSK, please. Oh, and Craig. <laughs> and Craig. And Craig, the recording software. Thank you for crashing on me, making me stay up for an extra two hours. Thank you. Oh, God. <laughs> well, now that Chase has thrown us into a dictator state. Yep. I think, Good Lord. I think Fix I it. want to calm things down. Fix it. Bring out a cool, calm, steady hand. A guy who I've described many times as the model defenseman. Oh, thank God. I didn't take mine for a second. What's that? I think you're going to take mine for a second. I was like, please don't tell me he's going to say who I'm going to say. I swear, this joke is perfect. <laughs> please. Anyways, go on. Mr. <laughs> calm and collected himself, Teppo Newman. Uh, yeah, that's a good one. I, yeah. That is a good one. Not a dictatorship, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my Lord. I said president, not dictator. <laughs> Lord. What kind of ideal president? No, I don't want it. Don't answer that. I want a sponsorship. Don't answer that. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't answer that. <laughs> I don't want to. I don't, don't want to know. Robocop. Uh, yes. Vote for us or else. What? What is it? What, actually, Chase, you know what? G- give me his campaign slogan. What is his campaign slogan? Um, leader okay. of the once free. Leader of the once free. <laughs> okay. You know? Oh my um, god, that's I'm not uh, taking you on a family feud or anything like that ever, just so you know. There's a game show anti-crawling right you. there. Oh, I am not. It was a nice run of this podcast before we Yeah. Got- <laughs> I look forward to being banned. Thank you guys. We've got red flagged. Thanks, Chase. Hey, yeah, I, thanks, I, man. I do, the I do FBI my is here. <laughs> yeah. Gee, thanks. Well, I guess we'll see. <laughs> oh god. Oh god. <laughs> Uh, you know, my mom listens to this podcast, Chase. Neither explain to her. I miss it, Tyler. Yep. <laughs> yeah, thanks for not exposing my last name. Appreciate it. That's awesome. I don't want to be stalked and hunted. I'm the mom of uh, last place fantasy guy. Hey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. two goal, goals, baby. What have you done? That's what I thought. Not yeah, a big deal. More goals than I got. Yeah, Jovo Cop would have more than one win, bro. I actually didn't win any games at all. I didn't say we won games. I just said I scored two goals. I didn't say we won. So we're talking about fantasy. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, oh, that too. Yeah. I mean, my my monster run rank is seven. So I mean, unless you guys <laughs> we're going to replace you next year in our league, how about that? I mean, please don't. I need friends. <laughs> <laughs> <But let> me... <laughs> oh God. <laughs> let me let me see my pick because I when I came up with this question, I was like, dude, it's perfect. This is the actual best answer. And you guys are going to say that. And Craig is going to record it. And we're going to be happy. Here it is. <laughs> you guys are probably expecting me to say one Antoine Vermette. Shut up. <laughs> Funny. <laughs> but I thought, well, Shane Doan. Hold on. Not done yet. I thought, oh, that'd be good. His leadership his chill under pressure. But then I thought of one, the quintessential president I think we need in these times. With China rising, gas prices rising. 
and the LA Dodgers still existing, only one man can exist can help us with this, and that is Ilya Brizgalov. He's the only man that can do it. <laughs> I fully believe Ilya Brizgalov can be the man that could guide us to a non-police state, obviously, <laughs> but to prosperity. He will literally be like Reagan, but cooler. He will intercharge our economy to be what it was World War II levels, and I'm sure of this. I studied politics in college, so not a big deal. <laughs> that is my actual answer. Uh, yeah. See? I win. That is a winning question. You can't tell me, Mr. Police State. Well, that's that's a winning joke. Answer. Did he had a joke. I'm waiting for this punchline. That was the punch. <laughs> Man, you know what? Sometimes I really wonder why. You know? Make a punk with your friends, you know? That'd be a good idea. Let's do it. Yeah. Thank so you say because of a brick wall or something. I don't know. I, you know, Billy Brisk, you know what he's like famous for, right? Like his weird stuff? Yeah, his weird space rant. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. His weird. <laughs> why do you have to be mad? It's only game. Like, that's why I'm saying. Like, imagine he's a president, bro. Give that man the keys to the castle, bro. Okay. Yeah. Let him There's a reason I'm on my last beer, but yes, yes, yes. yes. <laughs> you so know, it's Christmas. Hey. At least he's not as slippery as and slimy as Taylor Hall. And at least we're not <laughs> in a dictatorship. That's true. <laughs> there the you go. may say weird things, but at least we're not in a dictatorship getting shot. A leader of the once free. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty, pretty sure Jovocop would take over the world, though. Like This is just... <laughs> too ambitious. Too ambitious. That's a problem. <laughs> Yeah. No kidding. Holy crap. That is, this is the goal. That's not the goal. Oh my god. Oh my god, this diverged. Oh man. Oh. My cheeks hurt. Mine <laughs> too. Oh lord. Well, all right. Um, talking about my face. <laughs> yeah, mom, they're good people, I promise. Yeah. Thank you for listening. <laughs> um, so Make sure you subscribe to the RMBR podcast, Mrs. Tyler. <laughs> yes, and you should. Yeah, everyone listening, um, the RBR podcast. I've listened to like the last episode they made because I didn't hear about it till then. But it was really good what I heard. So do uh, give them a listen. Really give them a shout out. We drink a lot and we laugh a lot. So there's that. As that's what we like. Episode, it is a great podcast, and it is yeah. especially for Cardinals fans. But it is very entertaining, packed with info. Definitely a must add to your podcast. List. Appreciate that, boys. Appreciate that. And with you guys, like I've been horrible at podcasts lately, but I've been listening to the clips of kind of like each one and whatnot. And you, you guys do a great job, man. For you guys just to like really know each other within a short span, uh, you guys jive really well. So like, keep it up, dude. Appreciate Fucking it. Hell yeah. oh, ooh, ooh, sorry, Craig. Uh, keep it up, guys. <laughs> Love you. <laughs> Thank you, thank you, and thank you for showing up. We, we appreciate you being our first and most honored guest. We appreciate it. I'm the honored one. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm too. We go, we go back, back to this. Oh Mac, man, that's amazing. Yeah, like Randy was. Uh, yeah, you. It wasn't for you. I mean, you put these group chats together, and then all of a sudden we started Easy. playing Warzone and stuff. And we're like, yeah, let's make a podcast. And look now, we get to grace the ears of our wonderful audience. Yep, with Dick especially Dick. the Germans. The Germans do love us. Maybe they'll like us. No, don't make that joke. Never mind. Never mind. Don't give any ideas. Don't give them any ideas. They had their idea once. <laughs> oh, boy. So any closing remarks before we get shut down for absolutely Um. So... 
since we never brought it up real quick, I do think we should do an update on the standings and where we are at. Oh, yes, yes. Yeah, hockey. We are so, a hockey podcast. We are a hockey podcast. <laughs> we are in the middle of a playoff. So, yep. right now, the Arizona Coyotes are sitting in fourth place in the Honda West Division with 45 points. 46 games played. However, the team that is right on our tails has 44 points with only 43 games played. Now, the St. Louis Blues, as we've been on record saying for the last couple of podcasts, have an absolutely murderous schedule ahead of them. Their next seven or eight games comes against the Wild and the Avalanche. It's going to be remarkable if they make it out of that still in the playoff race. But at the same time, we need to start coming away with points. We've got to sweep the Cali teams, essentially, at this point to ensure we stay ahead of the Blues. And that's really what it's going to come down to. What do we have to do to get a win against the Wild yeah. on Wednesday? We've got, we're, uh, what, 1-8 versus them? Like, we've got to be 2-8. and 2-8. Eight. and eight. The odds have had to even out. We're going to win. And then Kings saw, and Sharks on deck, we got this. Come on. I saw a stat that we are 3-23-4 over our last 30 games against this team. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. That's that the wild. Yeah. Oh my oh, god. Crap. Yeah. <laughs> don't share numbers. Numbers are scary. I don't like numbers <laughs> anymore. <laughs> I, want the I was at back. the game earlier this year when they, I think they beat us five two or something. Oh, oh that's the only game I've been to so far. Five one, maybe. I don't. I can't. Remember. It was bad. It was not game good. to go to. It was. Yeah. So, but hey, the odds. They're, the odds have to change starting Wednesday. Come on, Yodis. Statistically yeah. speaking. Yep. Absolutely. Hopefully. And it's time. just play like we played in that first the first period. We technically lost that first period by scoreboard, but really, five on five, we outplayed them. Yep. If it wasn't for our habit of getting into penalties and our habit of not killing said penalties <laughs> that we have lately we would have come out of that tide and we would have carried the game had we maintained that. Outplay them five on five. That's not something we've done all year. And it's something we lost in the second period, quite obviously from the score. Yep. Just, it's, that's what it's going to have to come down to. We have to outplay them five on five. And stay or, on the, the wild gives us trouble. They have been. Yep. Like 323 and whatever. Like, holy crap. I didn't like think about the numbers like that. But yeah, that I didn't is... realize that either. Jesus. Wow. Numbers are it was Craig. It was a Craig Morgan tweet I, I saw it on. Um, I probably could find the exact numbers again. It was something similar to that. I don't know if that was the exact number. Um, oh, scary nonetheless. But <laughs> it's considering that. I'm going to guess and say that we're going to have to score at least three goals um, on Wednesday since we're 1 and 31 when scoring less than three. Yep. <clears throat> so let's, uh, yep. let's, let's uh, get that done, boys. Yeah, come on, Bunting. Let's throw yep. five. Come on. <laughs> we'll rely on the guy with 15 career games. Come on. Carry him yeah, It's up to you, kid. You want to play <laughs> hockey forever? Yeah. Well, get on there. Win us some what? games. Dang. Welcome to the Coyotes. Yeah. Right. <laughs> What we really need is we need Keller back. 
we should yeah. have never sang his praises because ever since we had that segment where we sang his praises, he's a uh, well. Give me a even back, Garland baby. too. Can somebody say? It? Can I say it? Even Garland. We need yep. we need to see him fighting the back of the net a little bit more. Yep, yeah. Garland in a very cold streak as well. Both those players have been off and on cold. They get, if they get hot, we can play with anybody. Swear to God, if they get hot, we can play with anybody. With our goaltending, I believe that. But they got to yep. get hot at the same time. Can't rely on Goligoski, Chikrin, and Bunting to score all of our goals. The exactly Nick Schmaltz, Phil Kessel, Christian Dvorak, and Clayton Keller. Those yep. guys got to get going again, and they got to do it over these final games if we truly want to be in the playoffs. Yep, agreed. Time. And that's really it for my closing remarks. Thank you all for listening. We appreciate you being on, Mac. It was a lot of fun tonight. A lot of fun talking hockey with you, as always. Thank you, guys. Look forward to our uh, next next episode. Mac, we we appreciate you, man. Um, Obviously, a huge fan of what you do and your guys' podcast over there. Um, But uh, as always, thanks for listening. Tyler, what do you got, man? Uh, we said it before. Uh, you know, thanks, Mac, for showing up, and thanks to everyone listening, especially those Germans. For some reason, we are still one thirteen. That is still really, really awesome to be ranked that high. It's serious. It's a real, real stat. That's a real stat. The Germans love us, and should they hear our president options, they'll probably like us even more. Chase. So, <laughs> so <Hey>. with that, <laughs> yeah. So with that. Chovo uh, cop out. Chovo <laughs> cop out. Yeah, we definitely don't want him around. We will see you guys next week. 